2: The are strong and get the soap with my dad and Zogadis. <laughs> can I that bad button? Are we ready to start? One, two, three. I'm a proud Democrat, but first and foremost, I'm a proud Republican and Democrat and mostly American.
1: Can you believe in miracles? Yes, you can! Why are you here?
0: You're supposed to be asleep! Wake up!
3: The Grinder returns all new Tuesdays after the World Series. I give you America itself. This is Ed
0: McMahon, and now is Armstrong and Getty. From Studio C. you senor. Was I informed correctly that today is Friday? Somebody told me it was Friday. Were they lying to me? They weren't. It's Friday. Awesome. Deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. You know, it's an obvious choice, but I can't do
4: it. I cannot do it for reasons I will explain. Our general manager ought to be General John R. Kelly. But I, I'm sickened. I'm literally. I have literal physical symptoms. Even thinking about
0: the current controversy. You sure it wasn't the party last night? A lot of food and drink. Physical revulsion. Revulsion's probably not from the party. No. Um. I have both. I think I you have both. What?
4: You know what? I'm going to make it our general manager this morning.
0: America's blue star and gold star
4: families. A good one. The families that have sacrificed so much for this country. You know I'll leave it there.
0: You know, what we're going to do later. We're going to play the entire eighteen-minute General Kelly uh, appearance yesterday in the briefing room. Because I heard, I'd heard all the clips. Yeah, I've read the excerpts. Not the same as hearing it all just laid out. Hearing halfwits try to characterize what he said is really something. So we will play that later. Um, we had a giant giant party in the radio station last night. It was mandatory that everyone be there. There was like 300 people. Nothing says party like mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody have
2: fun tonight.
0: And, and as it said in the email that went out about it, it was a, supposed to be a tight house party, which I think it turned out to be a tight house party, whatever that means. I don't know what that means. Uh, lots, lots of bars, lots of food. But did you have oh, any yeah. Did you have any of the pork sliders? Oh, yeah, I did. They were spectacular. About, I had like 19 of them. Man, those were good. Um, But uh, more on that later. Uh, many personal stories coming out of that. Anecdotes. Um, really? Yes. Mm. Drunkenness, embarrassment, dancing, hugging, crying. That's oh, all just me. Deception. And that's all Sean. <laughs> uh, let's kick off the show by introducing everybody on the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
1: Good. I had a lot, a lot of fun last night. We, you you, look, we, you looked like it. No, who are we kidding? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I, I'm really good one on one. You know, when one on when small group and one on one. But when I uh, see a large group of people, mm-hmm. it's just it's almost like I don't know where to start, and I just kind of freeze up, and I'm not. I don't know quite what to do. I'm really good small group and one on one though.
0: I'm not good with either. Um, I did what I do at uh, many parties, including some I've had at my own house, where I I walk around a lot so I don't have to spend any time talking to anybody for real. And every once in a while, I go into a room and just stand there by myself Wow! for like five or ten minutes. Stare at the clock. Yeah, yeah. Just to I kill kinda, a little time. I kind of did that. I found like a janitorial closet. <laughs> <laughs> How many parties have I been to in my life where I go in the bathroom and I just? I don't need to use the bathroom. I'm just staring at the mirror thinking, what time is it? Wow. <laughs> wow. I've done that at a lot of parties. Uh, there's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean?
5: Uh, doing very well. Had uh, had fun at the, uh, the shindig yesterday. It's working the morning shift at the radio station. There is a whole ecosystem of people that, that traverse the halls in the afternoons that I never sure. cross paths with. True. And uh, so it's fun to kind of, you know, pretend you're not who you are when you're meeting people who don't know you. So according to the various people, I was either the the head of marketing for West Coast of Globotech Industries, which doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. um, I was... Uh, head of marketing for
0: Globotech. Oh, nice to meet oh, you. Oh, hey,
5: how's it going? Uh, hey, blah, blah. And yeah, I, I was uh, certain market managers visiting from out of town. Yeah, yeah. it was a lot of fun. Just got to get to pretend to be somebody else for a little bit.
0: That's ba- not a bad idea. I'm vice president of regional management for the Southwest Quadrant. <laughs>
5: Right. Yeah, you just try to get as many directionals in there as possible.
0: Yeah. Uh, there's Marshall Phillips, who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
2: Well, as you noticed last night, I was very charming, very well-behaved, and as the kids say, dressed to the nines for the party. Yeah, you sure were. Yep. <laughs> Left.
4: The kids said that in 1940.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Left our big radio ranch party, though, fairly early. But instead of going right to my room at the hotel next door, I confess I thought I would have a bit more of the grape, so I went to the hotel bar. Not a (laughs) bad idea. Got into a conversation with a charming woman. Bought her a drink. We chatted. She gave me the hair flip, the laugh, the smile. The hair flip. The hand on my arm. Oh, really? My. Oh, oh, my. Yes. Whoa. Oh, oh, my. She didn't yes. turn out
4: to have a wang, did she?
5: How's this story end?
4: Did or, it, or, did anyways, she
0: her, or did she ask for $200?
5: <laughs> so the end of the story is I need a kidney. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, all I'm going to say is life is filled with adventures and expectations. Oh, <laughs> Uncle Come Marshall. On.
0: Wow. <laughs> wow, so... It's like the Robert Frost poem. I mean, I, you know, I took this path, not that path, and that made all the difference. Could have yep. gone to your room, went to the hotel bar. Yep. And made all the difference. Yep. I'll be dang good. On the other hand, as Sean mentioned, it's not that easy to sleep in a tub of ice. You'd think you'd be well rested, but uh, you got the tubes coming out of your back, and it's just. You wake up, you got a note to read. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, October 20th. The year 2017, we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's leap into action
4: now, uh, officially, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. We've seen our discourse
2: degraded by casual cruelty. At times, it can seem like the forces pulling us apart are stronger than the forces binding us together. Argument turns too easily into animosity. Disagreement escalates into dehumanization.
0: What do you mean? Casual cruelty, you monkey-faced uh, cowboy.
4: <laughs> Better our discourse than our intercourse. That's what I say. <laughs> no, that's
0: that's, uh, that's, uh, that's uh, some good stuff. It's interesting that he and Barack Obama and uh, decided to come out and make some uh, comments like that this week.
5: Yes. It's, also, it's John McCain earlier, too, with the, right. his, the ass right.
0: cheeks of history speech. Yeah, right. Right. that's a good point. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, history. Yeah, Two-thirds
4: of them Republicans.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. Very, very good point. And uh, we'll play highlights Uh, of those. I have so much to say. Yeah. Yeah. So much. Um, uh, What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Uh,
2: Heated back and forth continues over the president's uh, condolence call to the gold star widow. We've got an iPhone disappointment for Apple and new rape allegations against Harvey Weinstein. Stories coming up, 635, Armstrong and Giddy. I
0: like George Bush. The whole monkey-faced cowboy was supposed to be uh, ironic since he said our discourse had gotten ugly. Oh! that's oh, That's what that was. Oh, that was art. Yeah, exactly, because you didn't pick up on that. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's great. It's terrific, but it needs to wait for Clips of the Week. Ooh, we got that on the way. And we are going to play the entire General Kelly speech from yesterday that's getting so much attention, starting at 7.04. If you haven't heard it, you want to make room for it. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. The song might be Pavlovian that we always played on Fridays, and I'm happy it's Friday. But I don't think that hurts. But it's a fabulously catchy song from 80s Zeroes, The Cure. Uh so man, we got so much to jam into the Armstrong and Getty Show. We are going to play Our Society
4: the- Needs a Cure, a serious cure. We're diseased. Back to you. Yeah,
0: I well, I have I, I have a speech I need to make. I, I go for it. I look forward to hearing it. I don't think he can do anything about where we're headed. Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Not for a moment. We're going to play the entire uh, General Kelly uh, appearance in the White House briefing room. I hate to call it a speech. It just because uh, it's something. I, I think it'll. Uh, I think it'll be remembered for a long time. I don't think it's just a you <laughs> know a one day news story.
5: Was it a prepared thing he
0: was reading from, or did it seem kind of sure? The didn't, sure didn't look no. like it. No, it wasn't. He may have had notes, but right. man, he laid it out well, but anyway, we will play that a little bit later and then the... you know i would I would say
4: if you are a if you have a human soul and you've been watching the news of late and you find it troubling, just the whole tone of everything it will be manna to your starving soul, yeah. John Kelly, a man of sincerity and substance and and dignity and honor, speaking how
0: flippin' refreshing is that? And personal experience. Right. Which weighs in a lot. But, yeah. So we'll get into that at 7.04, he talked for 18 minutes, and there, there isn't a part of it that's not interesting.
4: Yeah, I'm telling you, we really I urge you to stay tuned, not just because it's good for us if you stay tuned, because it is, but it's I think you'll good. like it. It's very good for us, actually. First though, we need to take a fond look back at the week that was, it's Cow Clips of the Week.
3: you will experience the passion, magic, and the mystery of Roar. Those diplomatic efforts will continue until the first bomb drops.
1: I am so glad you laughed at that. Because <laughs> otherwise it sounds like I'm just giving a very divisive speech.
3: Friday, catch the most original police drama in years on a series premiere of Ryan Caulfield, year
2: one.
1: Any, Any other, other tired, tired dogma, dogma of the, of the past, past that Americans consigned to the ash as heap, as heap, heap of the history? history. Most significantly, the addition of a half-ton punching arm.
3: Tomorrow at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, the new Fox Monday heats up with an all-new episode of Prison Break, followed by an all-new episode of the groundbreaking series Kayville.
2: And I told her to go back inside. It wasn't safe.
3: Get ready for the most dangerous comedy on television, The Good Guys, all-new Friday at 9 Eastern.
2: School says that day will be called Black and Orange Spirit Day.
3: This November, some cops are born, others are made. Get ready for the next evolution of cop drama. Don't miss the show critics are calling obsession worthy, almost human.
0: <laughs> oh boy. You know, I wonder if John McCain watched uh, General Kelly's amazing, uh, I don't know what to call it. I won't call it a speech, I won't call it a performance. Anyway, I wonder if uh, John McCain watched that and thought, that's what I was trying to do, except I accidentally said ass cheeks. I would call it General Kelly's
4: heartfelt um, address to the nation. Address, that's a good one. Address is good. Yeah, mailbag. I have a great deal to say on that topic. Very little of it will be said during mailbag because it brings me down. Uh, er, Oh, there it is. Put my mailbag over an hour. Jack, you gave a rather heartfelt and eloquent address yesterday on not knowing what people are dealing with when you run into them. That you ought to, uh, you know, how'd you put it? You just don't know.
0: as one texter described it, it was both confusing and depressing. Right. So So why not repeat it? uh, In brief, you never have any idea what's going on in somebody's life. That's right. So the explanation for why they, their family, they, whatever that you're wondering about or criticizing, you have no idea what's going on in their life. You never do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so Matt writes on the topic of people in peril, uh, a quote
4: by Henry Airing. I don't know his act. E-Y-R-I-N-G. Do you know him? No. I, I would appreciate a very brief bio when you quote a thinker, and people do all the time because they know how much I love quotes. Um, but, uh, you know, I can Google them.
0: I know I can Google them,
4: but you already know evidently. Listen, yeah, you, send it along. you can
0: do the little parentheses, born dead. I don't know. need that so much. Famous plate spinner appeared on Sid Caesar's show of shows.
2: Sure. Something uh, like that.
4: Uh, German philosopher uh, known for his long feet. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I just, uh, it be good to know. But anyway, he said, when you meet someone, treat them as if they were in serious trouble. And you will be right more than half the time.
0: Wow. That's a that's an interesting one. I don't I don't yeah. know if you I don't know if your psyche's built for that. But just uh, have a
4: little mercy for God's sake. That's a know? good idea.
0: Yeah, that's, that's an art that is completely lost in our time. Speaking of the one line bio, I heard somebody say the other day, Harvey Weinstein, his his one line bio is always going to include include the whole rapist sexual molestation thing. Excellent. He didn't see that coming, did perfect. He? Great. Two weeks ago. My mood has improved. Yeah.
4: Faggity James from Seattle writes, so listening to the podcast from the 20th, heard you calling Xi Jinping crazy for talking for three and a half hours. Remind me again how long your show is? Five days a week? Ooh. Oh, James. Did he take commercial breaks? What is, <laughs> what is it? Xi Jinping or James? Oh, Xi no, he, I don't believe he did. He
0: just rambled on. Leader of China. He rambled on. Three and a half hour speech. He really should have traffic and weather together on the, on the quarter hours.
4: We uh we can't jail people or have them beaten to death for tuning out, James. Not yet. <laughs> nice. Uh Emily on the topic of the you know I I wanted to disassociate myself from the, the 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 segment when it occurred. The fact that I have to reset it as part of mailbag is is like some sort of trap designed to to dirty me with Jack's filth. Jack brought us the completely irredeemable and, and useless topic of of 10 celebrity men with especially large Johnsons.
0: And uh, I can't imagine why. I regret it. It was nine celebrity men. I disassociate myself from it. Somebody decided that 10 is passe as a list, so it's always got to be nine or seven or something. And like as Jack
5: that. and I we were discussing in the hallway, it's a very incomplete list. There were some, some glaring omissions.
0: Oh, yeah, everybody's... Heard of Milton Berle's legendary. I think that's a
5: little out of date. Okay. You're probably right. I mean, you know, uh,
4: for all we know, I don't know, Plutarch had an especially (laughs) large wang, But, you know, nobody cares. Plutarch was packing? That's what I hear. Uh, let's see after your segment oh uh, it, uh, emily is referring to our soul searching about the show and the audience and the rest of it mm. after your segment on the biggest uh, celebrity biggest units i think i have an idea which direction your show should go thanks for the laugh love your show the way it is never change that's what i would write in your yearbook if we were in high school together <laughs> emily i think i'm in love that's hilarious thank you for the note that is hilarious ah uh, two fags at work is our theme jack joe i haven't written you guys in a while but i had to after yesterday i ended up talking politics with a guy at the Military Science Department here at the University of Oregon, writes uh, Forrest, who is, uh, I, I recall uh, Forrest's emails through the years fondly. He is fagophy, friend of Armstrong and Getty over 15 years. He has uh, he comes from Napa. His parents are fine. He wants us to know. Uh, Fort Knox, Fort Riley, Fort Benning, Fort Rucker, Fort Campbell, Fort Rucker, and now of Eugene, Oregon. Um, it's great that you're still listening, Forrest. Anyway, uh, after a few minutes, the guy says, well, so uh, you should know I'm a fag. And it took me a second. Oh, Michael, I'm sorry. I was supposed to ask you to get the uh, door opening ready. He says, so uh, I'm a fag. It took me a second to figure out what he was talking about. I thought, wait, is this dude coming out of the closet here or something? But then uh, he grins and says, no, I'm a friend of Armstrong and Getty. Amazing. It was a great to meet another fag at work. It's a first for me and something I didn't think would happen up here in Wacky Oregon. You know, We're doing fabulous in Wacky Oregon. I, I, I could not love... Oregon more, yeah. Except that the politics are every bit as insane as corrupt California.
0: Uh, in the city limits, big city limits, it is.
4: Yeah. Likewise,
0: California. Yeah. Um. Uh, duh, what Was I going to say? Oh, I don't remember how the whole uh, acronym FAG, friend of Armstrong and Getty, got started, but I'm still taken aback by it. Uh, last night at the party, I, I met a number of people who I got introduced to, and they'd say, oh, you're from Armstrong and Getty. I'm faggoty, or I'm f- I'm faggafee, or I'm right. I'm a fag, or whatever. And I'd think, Burr. oh, okay. Right.
4: <laughs>
5: HR is if- right here. <laughs> 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 uh, but
4: f- 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 fagfee is one of my favorites. A uh, Friend of Armstrong and Getty first year. Yeah. A lot of folks welcome. Unlike, like, NFL squads where there's hazings and beatings and the rest of it. There's a uh, a lovely welcome package for first year fags. It's uh, it's it's really nice. I mean, there's the hat, there's the t-shirt, there's the their foam finger, the the beer koozie. Do we still do the coasters? We do the coasters, certainly, set of eight.
0: Moving along, can't believe Marshall met a girl in the hotel bar last night. More on that later, I suppose.
4: <laughs> I hope so. Uh, on the topic of the Halloween celebrations and parades being canceled in schools, Joni. Writes, our school will have a Halloween parade on Tuesday. The flyer went out. No weapons, no blood, and, Jack, can you guess? No masks? No clowns. Oh, wow. (laughs) Can you believe it? Oh, my God. The stupidity of educators is somehow melded with a complete inability to recognize when a stupid, stupid meme has passed. So they're still afraid of clowns.
0: No clowns in America's schools because okay, well, I want you all to the knifings. Excuse me, Mister Vice Principal. I want you to fill in the blank because if someone dressed as a clown, it might now you go. Well, uh, you you
1: tell uh, me what's uh, the uh, next uh,
0: part of the sentence? Because cause blank might happen. Now you fill in the blank. I
4: wish I'd been watching The Simpsons more lately so I could do uh, Principal Skinner, but it's it's been too long. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, to fill in the blank is uh, that uh, the. With all the recent killer clown <laughs> sightings, it might incite panic among the children and their yeah, parents, and uh-huh. we wouldn't want one of the killer clowns to be able to come into the school armed with his knife, having emerged from the edge of the woods, his inevitable haunted ground, uh, to, to knife one of our children.
0: No weapons is tough, because a lot of boys are dressing as Ninjago characters this year, and you got to have the, uh, the plastic nunchucks. or oh, the, No, uh, no, 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 no weapons, zero tolerance, no imagination, no adults. Sam has got this handle with a blade on it. It's all plastic and weighs two ounces, but uh, that's his Ninjago weapon. So. I'm a ninja. Interesting. Also certified ninja. <laughs>
5: yeah, it's, it's also just it's not really effective because everybody knows a ninja can just kill you with their bare hands anyway. Like yeah. it's, it's almost, you know,
1: you, you're, not, you're not
5: disarming a ninja unless you take his limbs off. I have actually figured out why Hazos Campos uh, chose
4: to go on to the show with Ellen, writes, uh, Lance. From St. Louis. We already have a national show. Uh, along with the free football tickets he received, Jesus is hoping to be the main carrier uh, character in the upcoming third film of the animated finding series. He will star
0: with Ellen in Finding Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that story broke yesterday? His um it was Sean was absolutely right. His union Put him on a show where they knew he would get softballs and not nobody would challenge the uh, the any of his answers, and so they, they he went on Ellen on purpose.
4: How odd! Yeah, it, it is something. Okay, two more really quickly. Uh, this is uh, Matt, breast milk Matt, following up saying uh, Steve's note about looters being an urban myth. Like I said in my previous note, I deterred lo- looters on foot, on bike, on motorcycle, uh, in cars each and every night. Every night I was posting watch last week in wow. my burned-out neighborhood. Wow. Every single night. Even though most mandatory evacuation orders have been lifted as of today, we're still on high alert. And signs such as the one attached are posted everywhere in our neighborhood. You know, I forgot to look at the attachment. Um, but thanks for the shout-out yesterday. There were two looters posing as friendly neighbors there to help last Monday while the fire was raging, and folks were actively trying to evacuate. As soon as they evacuated, their house was hit hard. Drawers empty, jewelry, family heirlooms gone. God. I can't wait until this is all behind us. You are the lowest of the low. Shoot them right in the belly and Absolutely. let them bleed. And on a lighter note, from uh, also from the fire-torn area, really nice note here from Liz. Uh, talking about, they were they were going out to eat at Murphy's Irish Pub in Sonoma, beautiful Sonoma, California. I am familiar with it. Yes, indeed. You know what? It seems to me I have free. I've hit Murphy's at least once. Um, beautiful moment of gratitude. Everyone, the whole restaurant followed Murphy's owner Bob Smith into the area where a bunch of firefighters were eating, gave him a standing o, round of applause, um, and uh, and as the heroes from uh, Yolo County, UC Davis, Woodland, all sorts of places were headed out. My girl insisted on greeting and getting some love from each and every one of them. I couldn't resist this adorable photo. And I thought, oh, her daughter, she's our firefighter. That's great. No, it turns out her, her girl is a dog. And so the firefighters <laughs> were posing with the dog. But uh, that's nice, too. I'm sure the dog was very grateful,
3: mm-hmm.
0: too. Absolutely. So Marshall's going to play a little bit of uh, General Kelly's address coming up in his news. And then we're going to play the entire thing at 7.04. It's, it's something. And... It's amazing that somebody has to come out and say these things at this point in America. But that, uh, that's where we are. It's a I would agree. Weird time. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. So as I mentioned, there was a giant party at the radio station last night for clients and everybody who works there, and there's a bunch of food left over, and then uh, it's uh, just scavenger time. It's just it's when you see the worst of humanity the next morning, going after the food and the old old warm warm cheese blocks and cold chicken. <laughs>
4: It's a sickening. I see creatures coming out of the shadows I can't even identify.
0: <laughs> they appear to be human. We had a guy, very successful businessman back there, warming up a bunch of cold chicken wings on a carf- coffee filter in the microwave. Because <laughs> he's desperate for last night's food. Because he can't afford food? Or what? what are you doing? <laughs> you know how it is. You see it there in front of you. You oh, had your breakfast fun. bar, but this looks better. And yeah. Uh, we got some real news to, to get into today. Let's start it with Marsha Phillips.
2: Well, White House Chief of Staff General John Kelly defending President Trump over a condolence call Trump made to the family of one of the four Green Beret soldiers who died in Niger and ripped the Florida Congresswoman who had publicly criticized the president about the call. Democratic Representative Frederica Wilson had said when Trump called the widow, he told her the soldier knew what he signed up for. Kelly addressing that. I was stunned when I came to work yesterday morning and broken hearted at what I saw a member of Congress doing. A member of Congress who listened in on a phone call from the President of the United States to a young wife and in his way tried to express that opinion. He's a brave man, a fallen hero. He knew what he was getting himself into because he enlisted. There's no reason to enlist. He enlisted. And he was where he wanted to be, exactly where he wanted to be with exactly the people he wanted to be with when his life was taken. That was the message.
0: So we're going to play the entire thing coming up at 7.04 from the moment he walks out into the briefing room and, uh, and, his, and his whole address. And it, it is something. It's, it's interesting and I think it's an um, indicator of where we are in our national conversation. I would agree completely. Uh, I do want to get this on. The congresswoman uh, uh, was told, I don't know how much of the address she saw, but the congresswoman in the funny cowboy hat who had been criticizing the president was told about General Kelly's address and responded with this.
2: The dog can bark at the moon all night long, but it doesn't become an issue until the moon barks back.
0: So... Uh, What the F is she talking about? Wow. Anybody have any idea what that response means? Thanks for that insight, Captain Cuckoo. Seriously. Does anybody have any idea what she's talking about? No.
4: I mean, I couldn't guess, but I don't want to expend the energy. No, no. She's an idiot and a kook. And her other reaction to it apparently cannot be queued up on my effing computer because it's really interesting. I got it. You got it? The other one, here's what she said to reporters.
2: You mean to tell me that
1: I have become so important (laughs) 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 that the White House is following me? And my word, this is amazing. It's amazing. That is absolutely phenomenal. I have to tell my kids
2: that I'm a rock star now. <laughs> uh, that's wow. how she
4: responded yeah. to General wow. Kelly's incredibly yeah. moving, heartfelt wow talk yeah. about his son being killed and being notified and what
0: it's like. You, yeah. d- you became the story because it was so extraordinary right. that anyone would come out and criticize the process of a president right. calling the wife of a dead soldier. It's so amazing that any human would do that. Yes, it got everybody's attention, including the White House. Wow, I want... she's a cuckoo. And you know, I was yeah. watching MSNBC yesterday because right. I wanted to see how they were going to handle right. this. And uh, I watched Chris Matthews in the afternoon, and, and and he played big chunks of it. And he said, he said, if you're watching our show yesterday, we didn't go very far with this in our show. He said, I thought everybody in this network and yeah. some newspapers were way out in front of this story, and not exactly sure what they were talking about. And I'm yeah. glad we waited. Yeah, and uh, and I appreciate that he did that. And understood that, and that some people thought, you know, this is this is, come on now, Let, let's let's
4: wait and see how this shakes out. I will withhold my comments till after the break. I don't want to rush. We need to take
0: a break soon. But right. again, we are going to play the entire thing at seven o four, and it's worth hearing every word of it.
2: On one final note, the Dodgers are headed to the World Series first time since nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> They crushed the Cubs eleven to one in Game Five. I can five. explain it.
4: You've rooted for this baseball team for a very long time, and they've been denied sex, success, not sex. I sound like John McCain over yes. here. <laughs> Ass cheeks of history. They've been denied <laughs> success for nigh on thirty years. Yeah. So you're excited. Is
0: that Oral Hyzer? Is he still pitching for the oh, Dodgers? He
4: absolutely. Is Whitey Ford? All of them. They're all there. Wow.
0: There, there well, you I go. guess he was a Yankee. Yeah. I wasn't going to get hung up on that, but yeah. Well.
2: That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. How about Bert Hooten?
0: So are we going to have a Yankees-Dodgers World Series?
2: Yeah. Reggie Jackson. Kurt Gibson.
0: Yes. The Penguin, Ron Say. That's what I'm looking for. He's there. He's there at third base. Ready. (laughs) Ready. (laughs) (laughs) Lou Gehrig. Wow. Pay proof. (laughs) Wow. What is that? The
2: olden days? Uh, Ty (laughs) Cobb. We can forget.
0: You know, if the, if the Yankees make it, it'll be their 40th World Series. 40th! Wow. Second place is, I think the Dodgers is like 24. Anyway, nobody cares about that. Uh, the entire General Kelly address at 7.04. Joe's got his comments, which uh, I believe we're all waiting for. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty show. Trying to get both sides of the story, so I watched a little MSNBC this morning, and they ran the entire General Kelly address. I'm surprised by that. Well, I'm which I which we're going to do starting at 7:04. I wouldn't have put it that way. It makes it sound like we're you know followers copying them. Oh really? Can we? uh, That's not my point. Can
4: we restart
0: the? uh... My point was that uh, somebody very critical of the Trump administration is running it. Yeah, uh, we're, we're running start all segment all, again, all, all, really. all sides are running it. It's one of the rare cases of someone uh, in government getting up and saying something that everybody thinks, "Hey, we need to stop and listen to this."
4: So, uh, on the way, a couple of things. Number one, some follow ups on the, uh, the skyrocketing rates of crippling anxiety among young people that we talked about late in the show yesterday. Really, really interesting and and surprising stuff. And we got a lot of emails on the topic, which I found very Uh, thoughtful. Can't wait to hear that. Yeah. Plus, uh, finally, you know, I would like more power. I I wish we had more power. Do you know what I would do with more power? Jail people? Nothing different than we're doing right now, but our words would have some effect or Mm -hmm. more effect. For instance, to wit.
0: I want to jail people.
4: I.E. The weak. .com, which is a fairly widely read you know, newsletter, website, etc., is Hollywood sitting on a pedophilia scandal. Oh, yeah. We've been howling about that for years. Hollywood is lousy with pedophiles. And, and every young kid who goes to a casting call is a would-be victim. And it's despicable how thick pedophilia runs through Hollywood. And people know it. Of, Just like the Weinstein thing, the woman
0: thing. A lot of the things Corey Feldman, child star of the 80s, has said over the years are now being like put in newspaper articles right. again. He said them a long time ago.
4: And he was being rejected and told to pipe down. You can't impugn an industry like that. So anyway, very briefly. So I got up this morning. I'm rolling into work. I have a, a medium lengthy commute. And as is my wont, I was flipping around uh, to various news outlets and, and talk shows and stuff like that. And uh, uh, they were all talking about the, uh, the call to the widow, Frederica Wilson, General Kelly, what he said, etc. And the tone of it all disgusted me. Everybody was completely enthusiastic about scoring partisan points and had no time, no interest, no patience for considering carefully the words of a wise and, and serious man. Leaping immediately to conclusions that serve their own side without the slightest interest in truth. MSNBC's handling of the deal, uh, well, they said, wow, that that was moving, that was moving stuff. But half of what he said was also directed at Trump. It was directed at Trump. And you know what? They're right to some extent. And when you listen to General Kelly's words, you will come across certain phrases that are probably aimed at both sides. But then they tried to impute the president and leapt to s- uh, certain conclusions based on the flimsiest of evidences or, or, or you know, somebody used, uh, General Kelly used the, the term, that's what the president tried to communicate. Tried, tried and failed. He wouldn't have said tried unless he tried and failed. They're saying that on another show with absolute certainty. Now, if you have the least, if you have two brain cells to rub together, you know, mm, that's intriguing, that choice of words. It might mean this or it might mean that. No, just screaming certainty at each other to score partisan points. And, and so I'm rolling into work, taking this in for the purpose of doing this show. And I'm absolutely sickened by it. Just literally disgusted, physical symptoms of, of disgust. And it occurred to me, I see the world in metaphors. I don't know why it's the way I was born. Finally occurred to me. I feel like I am a commentator on dogfighting. Mm. That I'm like a play-by-play guy for dog fighting, And I'm being asked to describe which dog is attacking the other one better, if it can come back from its injuries, the training of the dogs that are going to rip each other to shreds, and I hate the sport. I find the entire thing despicable, and I have absolutely no taste for coming in to talk about it. This whole Gold Star family, as political football thing is, the the, the whole political football thing is reprehensible. On all sides, all sides, Trump, inexcusable, Frederica Wilson, God, please, God, take her now. Wow. Just all, it's just, everybody, wow. MSNBC, I heard that Sid Rosenberg, whatever his name is, he's an East Coast radio guy. All of you people, you're disgusting. Wow. I don't want to be a commentator on dog fighting. I have no interest in it. Unless I could point out to people how horrific it is and maybe put an end to it, but I have zero hope of that. I'm, I, we, like to include you in this notion, are standing on the seashore shouting at the tide and telling it not to come in, this tide of stupidity and ugliness. boy.
0: Yeah, I think it's unlikely to abate anytime soon. How much worse can it get? How much worse can it get? I hope we're not about to find out in the next few years. Uh, that is uh, that is something. Anyway. What? K- the old toe The tide of stupidity and ugliness? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Need a way to refer to it briefly. National conversations you wouldn't have dreamed imaginable a couple of years ago, and now we're having them on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, Kelly's great. entire address coming up without interruption. It is something. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.